Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 182. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Yo, yo. Philip Dassing. What's going on? We got K-Wags in the house. Hey, guys. Straight, straight out of the Kylosphere, dude. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hell's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got uh, we've got Dave Gregg on again, and he's wearing, oh, uh, Greg. He's wearing the Vape Princess crown. Good to be here, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Great to have you. Great to have you. So, yeah, um, number one tonight uh, is probably uh, Kavanaugh was confirmed to the Supreme Court. Whoa. Yeah. So th- <laughs> that's just like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. hear about that. Yeah, th- there's like, uh, yeah, th- there's, I don't know. I feel like there's, there's a lot of trickery right now. And it's like, I don't I, For me, it's just like, did he do it? Did, didn't he do it? It's kind of like, it's his word versus hers. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just kind of sick of, of hearing about it because I don't really know if the guy did it or not. It's what what's most troubling to me is that we're, we're talking about that when it's like, you know, it's you, you can't prove like it's his word versus hers. It's like you, you really can't prove shit. Yeah. So but what, what we can talk about is, you know, Kavanaugh is in favor of uh, spying. He's in favor of data collection. He thinks that those are that those are constitutional. Yep. Right. You know. And I mean, it's like and that's the conversation I feel like that is uh, just being skipped, you know, to have this uh, to have like the, you know, the the other conversation that you you really can't prove either way. Right. Yeah. yeah the, the Supreme Court, you know, is no longer or I don't know if it ever was, but it's it was supposed to sort of check the other two branches of government and sort of defend the Constitution and, and be that final straw or, or that that last that last barrier to make sure they don't overstep their bounds and instead it's become in my opinion like a rubber stamp for whatever party's in in power and so both of these two parties they fight each other tooth and nail for control of that court um and ultimately it it yeah the, the court is going to reflect one of one or the other of them and as libertarians it puts us in an awkward position because we're like well as usual we don't like either of you so even with this whole Kavanaugh thing, it's been interesting to be kind of on the sidelines and being like, well, yeah, I don't like the guy, but we're watching the left like lose their minds like they do about everything. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of just end up in this weird spectator position, which is very South Park-esque, right? It's like, it's like being a South Park character, just watching two sides of idiots just like go at it mm-hmm. and being like, man, you know... Neither of you really knew knows what happened thirty five years ago between the two of them. Um, it, I mean, like, like for me, it's concerning when I see when I see people on my like you know social media you know friends list who like identify as libertarian and they're celebrating uh, you know Kavanaugh being added to the Supreme Court. Yeah, it's I, um, you know, how is this a celebration for li- libertarians? Uh, yeah, it's not you, our do victory. Do you even know what that the, what libertarian means? You know? Yeah. Well, I, it's 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 sort of like a less. I think people are viewing it as a lesser of. I guess it's not just two evils, uh, uh, the least of possible evils, or or just like they'd rather have a Republican, a conservative, a Republican on, uh, on the court rather than you know the Democrats get someone in because. Pragmatically speaking, they think that better off with a Republican than a Democrat, even though that's not necessarily true. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about something like the Second Amendment, um, it would certainly help to have mostly Republicans on the court. 
because Democrats are typically the ones to to try and to try and alter that. Um, but when it comes to the Fourth Amendment, obviously, that's not the case. Um, and when it comes to something like Roe v. Wade, I mean, that's that's really the big fear that a lot of the Democrats have with this confirmation. It's their boogeyman. Like that's always been their boogeyman. Is oh, they're going to repeal Roe versus Wade, but they've had. Have this ha- much conservatives on the on the Supreme Court before, and they've done nothing about it. Is no that one's, true? Yeah, no yeah. one's going to do anything about this. Right. So they just want to scare you into thinking that, and that's why I had a bunch of a bunch of lefties telling me last night that, oh, you're sexist, and everything you said was sexist just because I challenged their like the whole the whole situation. Like it's it's like you guys said. I mean, it, like we said it before, like it's f- several weeks now. This is a 35-year-old claim. The woman doesn't know how she got there, how she got home, where exactly the house was. She knew she, the only people she knew that were there she, say that they weren't. They don't recall this ever happening or even being with the party with him, including him. And it's not like a, oh he said she said. It's not even that. It's she's saying it, and he's like, what the fuck? Like I don't even know you. Well, you know, like like I have a friend who you know had a Me Too moment. You know, I, I've had. I'm sure we all know people have had Me Too moments or you know similar to to the. the in it's what similar way? to uh, you know the way Gorsuch's being uh, accused, and Gorsuch. you know, uh, not Gorsuch. I'm sorry. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. And uh, you know, I mean, she was she. Uh, we were having the conversation, and she's like telling me, "Well, yeah, when when it happened to me, you know, I can't remember like how I got to the party, you know, specifically. Like she's like she's um, listing all the details that she can't remember." specifically about that night which isn't even um which you know this would have been like late 90s you know and so you know it's it's much sooner you know but i mean it doesn't mean that it didn't happen because you know she doesn't remember every single detail okay uh, you know about the party that she was these are huge details that she's forgetting and it's from 35 years ago and she like she's saying that oh 100 sure it was him but she can't remember how she got even got home that night. Like who came to r- rescue her? Because she felt like she was in such a threat. So wouldn't you remember who rescued you and picked you up from that party? I, I just, I just, I, mean, I feel like memory like is so. I know people like like a lot of say, oh, well, people repress memories, but that's been almost debunked almost now. Um, it's one, of, it's one of those things where it's, it's, it's not exact science. It's not. It, it's just everything about it well, is. I mean, eyewitness, evidence, eyewitness testimonies are notoriously yeah. inaccurate, right? Yeah. So I mean, but it goes both ways. I mean, if if she could be inaccurate about who who picked her up or whatever, then it's possible she's inaccurate about who, uh, about who committed the crime. Exactly. Um, I mean, but ultimately, I mean, we're just playing armchair. I don't know, psychology, armchair God, because like yeah. nobody was nobody. There's no there's no evidence aside from testimonies. And, you know, if it's, if it's, you know, one word against the other, who do you believe? I mean, you, you kind of have to, you know, it's innocent until proven guilty. So if you can't prove someone's guilty, then you just have to, they're, they're innocent. I mean, that's just how it but is. But that's not how the, that's not how the left deals with things. Like the accusation, as long as I wouldn't it's even just say it's just, I wouldn't even just say it's just the left though. Well, I'm say saying in this and case, right. and yeah, of course, of course. I just feel like in the case of cops, it's like oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. They always want to give benefit of the doubt wherever their bias lies, right. <laughs> and it's it's. Have you it's seen anybody sad. with a, a profile picture that has like this? Uh, it has like a hashtag. I believe survivors. Stop yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's like not, stop capital. Yeah, it's, like, it's stupid. Well, that see, but that yeah, I mean, there's yeah, that, yeah. I mean, there's there's something wrong with that. I mean, like I get the idea is like oh, we should like listen to. 
you know, people that report rapes and report sexual crimes, like, but you don't, you're not obligated to believe them uh, without evidence, you know, you're obligated or you're not obligated to do anything technically, but you ought to listen to what they of have course, to say serious. and, you know, like, and follow up with whatever they're claiming and not shame people and not make it so that, you know, uh, you know, it's stigmatized to report this sort of thing, but that doesn't mean you necessarily believe them without evidence. You know, that's, that's a dangerous path to go down. I think I'm more skeptical of her story just because it's such a high profile situation sure. at the top level of politics. And this is such a circus and I'm, I'm skeptical of everything that happens at right, that level, yes. you know, and, and things are being spun by both sides. Everyone has an agenda both sides have an agenda here so it's like you you have to take your normal skepticism and actually double it because of the situation the magnitude of the scenario which we're talking about a supreme court justice right and those seats have become they're just so much power it's a lifetime seat yeah it's so influential no one you know, wants they to talk literally about that. wait for somebody to die and what so is, they can t go after what that is the seat. reasoning for Good having point, it Kyle. be a lifetime appointment Thanks. thank does, you does anybody know this <laughs> no homo <laughs> I don't. Does anybody know? Does anybody know the reasoning behind and having a lifetime appointments? I bet Kyle does. Um, no. Wow. At one point I in time, I did, hear, Kyle. I did hear someone's no, opinion. No. <laughs> someone's opinion on it, but I can't recall any more of that. Um, yeah. But uh, like you said about being skeptical, it's not like I don't believe her or I pretend to know what happened. I don't think she's lying. I think she might have. She's maybe confused about the subject, or she can't recall exactly who it was, and. She, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I can't say for sure. All I can say is that you can't hold this against him because there's no, there's nothing criminally to. I mean, like we're dealing with a law system. This isn't just a a judgment based of you know people like. Well, I think he did it. It's so we should so he shouldn't get the job. It's that's not how this works. Like this, this is, is court of public opinion, though. I mean, it does. Well, it yeah. matters. Thank you. That's, this that's is, what he's not for. on. He's not on trial in in a like a criminal trial he's on trial as job he was interview. on trial for a job interview to be a supreme court justice so these kind of accusations you know they carry a lot of weight and they really made people question whether he was qualified i already decided he wasn't qualified when i heard that he was a supporter of the patriot right. act exactly you know yeah. and i was just like you know as a civil civil libertarian i i'm like i don't want a guy like that on the supreme court so mm -hmm. You know, one one person who voted for him that was interesting was Rand Paul. Yeah. You yeah. know, Rand went along with the party. So, and I don't know if anybody saw the Rand tweet being circulated, but... What is that? I don't know. It was something just like, you know, I think he's qualified. He'll make a good justice or something. It was an endorsement of Kavanaugh. Wow. Which isn't really a surprise. I mean, this is the guy he endorsed, uh, who was it, uh, Romney or... I'm trying to remember. Early on in Rand's campaign, or Rand when he well, no, first he, came uh, on the scene, he had an endorsement of somebody. Where no, they were he like, endorsed Sessions. He endorsed Jeff Sessions, or he voted for Jeff it Sessions. It was before that. Oh. I thought it was before. I thought it was Romney. Yeah, he's he kind of goes along the party line. Yeah, a lot I, these days. and they were like, "Well, he's got to play but, the game." And on the other hand, he's like one of the four foremost people fighting against asset uh, civil asset forfeiture. Yeah, so it's like in criminal justice reform. Yeah, and so it's it is baffling. I mean, obviously, I mean it it just seems like he's try still trying to play the game. Yeah, I mean, but the question is battles. is he winning is he winning the game? I mean, oh, what's the end? I mean, he's, he's I guess he's winning. The, he's in the Senate. But, he's in the Republican party. But you've and, just, and when you join that party, there's a lot of pressure on you to conform, especially when the votes are as close as they are. But I mean, and, if he could have kept that guy all out of the Supreme Court, I don't know if he was the deciding vote, but 
What was the vote? Wasn't it forty-eight super close? fifty-one or something like that? It was so very, it very, very close. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, only if, one if, Democrat. If, only one Democrat voted for him. Yeah, yeah I, I I know the ones that went against their party are like on the house. I heard, everybody's I saw, after them. I saw know? a list from one of my leftist friends who said we need to vote these people out, and it showed a whole list of everyone who voted for him, and on it was just only one Democrat. Yeah, that, that, I saw. that Democrat's gonna have a huge <laughs> target on them. But that sure. but that's the thing though is, is he, uh, Rand Paul came out so hard against Trump during. 2016 election cycle when he was running against them he came out way too hard against them so i feel like he's kind of having to make some kind of concessions and pick his battles when it comes to donald trump I, I, to me that's the way it like, comes off as so I, I wouldn't so that's why i wasn't really surprised i mean republican i mean that's what the republicans do like even like i think thomas massey i think even endorsed trump um, when they were, you know, like after, like once he became the nominee, like he I endorsed. Don't, I them. don't know. Like Did it's it's one of those things where it's like that. you you just gotta play the party line when you're a Republican. And that's why. Yeah, there's there's that, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know. It's tough though, because you're talking about a lifetime appointment. Yeah, you're not talking about like some bill that you like voted yes on that you could easily like get overturned okay. in four years. But what's the alternative? Say he was the swing vote in. <laughs> And it came down to now we have to go and nominate a more progressive type. But why would this? But would that be the case though? I mean, would they not have enough time to get in somebody else? Probably not. Probably not before then. Then because now they're saying that this was rushed to begin with, and this has been going on for how many months now? Right. Like, and so they're saying that this is rushed. Then they're just, it's just it just creates it's like a snowball effect. It just that's, creates you know more that's where it comes back to the whole like lesser of of many evils thing. So like, would it, you rather have this guy? This guy or now, like, or do I risk? Or Risk yeah. ruining myself in the party by being the one person who who puts you know puts it over where he doesn't get you know uh, confirmed and then say we lose in 2018 say there's that blue wave or whatever say there's that you know alleged blue wave that's coming and you said we lose <laughs> are you a Republican now no sorry Did I <laughs> no. say we lose no, yeah. no libertarian senators <laughs> voted for uh, Kavanaugh right yeah no no LP senators. I wouldn't <laughs> no <Yeah>. LP senators. <laughs> <laughs> But this is all just turned into just a big joke, um, and, and it really has been. I, like my one friend, she she's great, but she posted this thing of like twelve things you need to help yourself with as during these times as victims of victims of uh, like whatever or survivors or whatever survivors of, of sexual assault, and I'm like, what like what like what I I don't understand like no. because people are triggered by this. You're blaming Republicans for it, but it was the only reason this became such a big circus is because of Diane Feinstein. Hmm. She held on to the letter. She could have gave it to the FBI during the invest the preliminary investigation when there was open against you know like they do with anyone. How who's long did she have that a letter? Month. She had the. M- I think letter from, from what I heard, it was a month. She had it for one month and she held on to it. And apparently, she uh, Doctor Ford didn't want her name being brought up, and she wanted to be anonymous about this. But she's. Who do you guys think leaked that? Her name. Her staff. Her staff is the one who leaked the article to the news because that's the only way. She was the only one with that letter. Hmm. So it's clear it was done politically, and she's just being used for this. She's a political pawn in their game, and what? And like they're using her. And the whole reason why you're having to be triggered by survivors or whatever of sexual assault is because the party that you're so adamantly for is causing the circus. Yeah. I just it, it it brings me just like I, I just can't even believe it. I just cannot believe some of the shit that's been said. Oh, we nominate a rapist. Like that's not even what Doctor Ford accused him of. 
Like, well, it's I mean, that, that's a word that it, it means it, the it, meaning has been extended to include everything pretty much. Essentially. You know, uh, I don't even know if it has to. It's kind of like the word Nazi. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the definite. It's not necessarily intercourse. It's extended to all sorts of. It just like includes anything everything. that is remotely like, and like taxation. Remotely. Taxation is rape. I mean, yeah. all I mean. <laughs> But did right, you, Kyle? Did, did, yeah. Did you see that uh, <laughs> the post from uh, Being Libertarian where they had like the tweet from the guy that's Brett Kavanaugh, but it's not really Brett Kavanaugh. It's like a guy that just has his name. Oh and yeah. He's like, boy, this is a really bad time to be named like Brett Kavanaugh. Oh yeah, yeah. And then like the comments below, was, like, some guy named Alex Chris, Jones there was responded. A, a Christine Ford was like, "Tell me about it." And then like a Mike Pence was like, "Welcome to the club, brother." You know. And, was, and like, some yeah. guy so named Alex Jones was like, "Yep, it yep, is. yep." It's so funny. It was pretty good. There's been a shitload of funny memes. From this whole thing, and dude, you saw the Pulp Fiction one? No, I spliced in his testimony with um, Samuel Jackson. Oh, yeah, that, that was awesome. shit was funny. I didn't see that. <laughs> oh, yes, really you good. did, Brad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you did. Well, On the you best think one, you're smart, huh? It shows la- it shows lasers coming out of Kavanaugh's eyes, and it says, "Say goodbye to your abortions, whores." <laughs> oh, God. It's just like stupid shit like that. It's funny, and so of course. Um, what's her name? Uh, the comedian. What's Amy uh, Schumer? Amy Schumer got arrested yeah, allegedly from that. this. What? Yeah, and she's posing doing the Black Pride symbol, you know, oh. raising one fist up in the air. Did you say she got arrested? She got arrested for it from the protest uh, the other day. And so there's a someone made a, po- a post. It sh- or so I didn't make the meme, but someone made the meme. I just shared it, and it showed a picture of her holding her fist up, and it, underneath it says Rosa Porks. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and so I shared it, and I said, "Try not to laugh." And like, I just, how do you not laugh at that? It's so horrible. You had so, to get that's fat shaming. You uh, had to get hate. For yeah, that. I did. I yeah. did. That's yeah, where the left, my crazy. leftist friends came after me for that one. Like, I didn't chuckle, not even a little bit, not yeah. even a smirk. I'm like. Come on, like but come on. You're, you're as a as a larger person, though, shouldn't you get a pass on that? I know. That's right. <laughs> I mean, if anyone can make yeah, those dude. jokes, it should be me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I know. I'm the one breaking chairs in here, not you guys. Bill has to sit on a stool like, now. I broke, yeah, I broke two chairs this month. You know, I, I yeah, I paid my fat dues. Right. <laughs> and you know, we were talking about this on the after hours last week. And you know, what? I do have a me too moment. I do. You should. Remember, we talked about when I was. What, when Alex ball tapped you? No, well, that too. Oh. <laughs> uh, Dude, ball tapping, can we get rid of that? Yeah, yeah. I haven't had Let's that get since high school that. until last week. One guy did that to me, I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm no. serious. He thought he was joking around. I just beat the shit out of him. No homo, right? No, well. Total homo. <laughs> maybe All a the homo. Maybe a little. <laughs> no, but like I, when I was. I, we talked about this in the after hours. I'm pretty sure I've said it before, but. When I was flying down, right after September 11th, I was flying down to North Carolina for Thanksgiving, and it was just me and my cousin. I forgot my ID. So I was subject to, at every checkpoint, security checkpoint, since I was a minor, I was subjected to the invasive searching, and this was before they took you in a different room. Did this, they use the, like, yeah, finger? This, no, this, no, no, they didn't go up anywhere, but they stuck, the, the guy stuck his, pulled on my pants to, like, right where, like, my crotch line, like, right where my dick starts, and, like, he felt all around and touched my dick. In front of everyone, he did he? Yeah, yeah. He touched like right at the top part of it, and that was. And I asked, and I asked, I was like, "Do we have to do this? Like every time? Like I don't want to do this." And they're like, "No, you don't have your ID." And this was before I didn't have a cell phone at the time. This well, was after September 11th. Phil, Everybody's Phil. probably wondering, did you get a boner? I'm pretty sure nobody's Phil, wondering. Did that. he or did he not say no homo? Jared was wondering. <laughs> that is very no. Crucial. He didn't clarify the homo. He did not clarify. But yeah, so whatever. Okay, that by that by your definition, that's my me too moment. So 
whatever. <laughs> Fuck off. I have, you know, I have, I have every right to, to, to say shit about this. Hashtag taxation is rape. <laughs> right, Kyle? Dude. <laughs> Ethan, e- <laughs> Big Eth says weight privilege is greater than white privilege. Damn straight. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, don't don't be raising your fist. And you're gonna get us in all kinds of trouble. I know. I'm already in trouble, so why not? Is a raised fist? Uh, what is that? That's Black, Black Panther. Power. Black Power. Or well, Black Panther. Well, well, what if what if I have like my fat fist up? Is that what about boxers? Fat power? <laughs> <laughs> Best just to not do any symbols, just to be safe. Okay. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> this is the danger zone, <laughs> Kyle. This is the danger zone. R- remember that. All right. This is the da- this is not this is not a safe space, dude. I thought the white power guys did the fist too. I have no idea, dude. <laughs> what about, don't the white power guys that do that too? I don't know. No, that. that's dude, what no. the left think white power people do. No, they wear hoods. No, I I thought they do the raised fist. Whoa, but so I'm, not, close. I'm not an expert. Sorry, everyone. And <laughs> once again, nobody can say that we're racist because Jared's Jewish. He's our Jew card. Right. We would not be hanging out with him right now. You know. Right. We're we're, we're all about. Jared. Although according to this privilege test that I took on the internet the other day. If you're Jewish, you have more privilege than a regular, than a Christian. A regular. Than a Christian. <laughs> so, what, what do you have to do to, like, become a Jew? I heard you have to miss, like, 103 throws in Dude, a this, row. Hold on. This, um, wow. this, privilege <laughs> test, <laughs> this privilege test was so anti-Semitic. It was, like, Jewish was, like, the most privileged, and then it was, like, banker was the most privileged, like, occupation. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I mean, isn't that the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Right. Jesus Christ. Stereotypically, yeah. <laughs> Like, I've got my Jew card. I've got. <laughs> Jared's everywhere. I want to be offensive. <laughs> I'm like master. Don't leave I'm home like without master- it. I'm, yeah, I'm like Mastercard <laughs> for being offensive. <laughs> Don't leave home without it. Your Jew card. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about Cuck Norris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> who is Cuck Norris? I feel like I, I must have missed out on this. Phil. Okay. So fill us in, Phil. Yeah. Um, so uh, apparently, a video surfaced on the internet of this woman approaching. Y- you just know it's a woman because she's talking. As there is like, looks like there's three protesters on the street corner in Toronto, and this one guy is just kind of going on. His back's turned, and then as she approaches, he's like, she starts going on about this pro, you know, pro life argument. This guy starts kicking in with like, well, if the woman's raped and this and this and that, and he's going on about it. He's got his like lips pierced. He's got like the stereotypical, yeah. yeah, and he's he's just stereotypical like you know leftist whatever. And so so she's t- trying to like respond to what he was talking about like if a woman's raped, should you just kill the person? Blah blah. And all of a sudden he just winds up. You see him. He sticks his lip out, winds up, and just straight kicks the woman right. And, and he the does like a roundhouse flying. kick. Yeah, it's essentially like a roundhouse kick. <laughs> and. Did he the actually kick her or just kick her yes. the phone well, out? Yes. The thing is, is he, you hear in the dialogue from the video as the camera's like lying on the ground, she goes, she's like, call the police, call me. He's like, I just meant to kick your your cell phone. I just meant to, I was aiming for your phone. So apparently he <laughs> kicked her like in the chest head area. What like, do I yeah. search to find a video of this? Oh, just probably just Cuck just, Norris. Yeah, his name, uh, like John Hunt or something like that. Jonathan Hunt. That's really? probably knocking Yeah. Out. Couldn't so, have gone with Michael? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Let's go with Jonathan. I can just see problems coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay. So I have his name. Uh, Jordan Hunt. It was Jordan Hunt. He's a 26 year old, and uh, he just he turned himself into the police Saturday night. Um, he's facing like eight counts of assault. Wow. And um, there there's been like this is in Canada too. Yeah. Yeah. So he like just kicks her just because she's trying to like debate him. Yeah, and, <laughs> and this is what you call the tolerant left. 
Uh, it's just yeah. It, it says roundhouse kicks a woman. Yeah, and some people like, there's a lot of people were like embellishing. They were saying, "Oh, she was pregnant." She wasn't pregnant. Okay. She was just defending. Uh, was this, this was a video <laughs> where the guy was like a little flamboyant, and he he tries to kick the phone. It, yeah, he it, kicks it, the phone. Well, yeah, he does, but he kicks and her kicks, too. Yeah, and he kicks her with but, it. And then it, well, the funny thing I saw about this was like, you know, I saw people start, uh, sharing this video um, from like numerous conservative outlets on Facebook. And then the first time I saw the video, the guy was like, oh, crap, I meant to kick your phone. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's still it's bullshit to destroy property. You know, I mean, the, the property destruction is, is fucked up. But. And then the next time I saw the video, um, the next conservative outlet took out when he said, oh, I was trying to kick your phone. You know, it, it's like people are trying to well, make it. Yeah. Everyone's using are, this for their side. Because I, mean, I think intent is is intent should be looked at, I think, for, for pretty much anything. You know, I mean, he wasn't he wasn't trying to assault her. I mean, what he did was was bullshit. It's destruction of property. What, what, what are you what are you saying? Sorry. Uh, Ethan's commenting. He said the girl uh, he kicked is pretty smoking hot, too. Just made me laugh. Sorry. Uh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it more criminal. But like, okay. So what? <laughs> so, so this, so this guy, it's just he just demonstrates the mo of the modern leftist antifa whatever. I mean, yeah. You want to say like, even he, if he didn't intend to like kick her in the face, why are you kicking someone's phone out of their hand when they're just trying to ask a question? The, I what, mean, that's still assault. I mean, yeah, like leftists like, have this. Uh, it's huge in her hand. It's not like sitting on the ground. Yeah. He didn't walk up and like stomp on it. He kicked it out. Of, was trying to kick it out of her hand. Yeah, I mean, like, do you really think you have that much coordination? <laughs> that what, much? Yeah, what? I mean, like, <laughs> he looks like a dude I used to go to block. They used to work at the Blockbuster in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> but like, grown well, he, up and changed. Oh, so he got. He was. He's actually a. Um, it's not him. He was a hairstylist. Yeah, and he got fired. He got shit. fired from his hairstyle from his salon. So is this? This is just a random guy. Yes, he's not. Yeah, a, he's not like a. I don't know. Not like, an elected official or something. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Dude. No, yeah. uh, I would All say right. no. Look at that fucking guy. <laughs> so I pulled up. I pulled it Maybe up. Maybe in Canada though, he would I, get I couldn't elected. really tell what happened. Now, now I'm watching in slow mo, and it's taking forever to get through. <laughs> it's just Why are you like, watching in slow mo? I just thought that would it? have a better angle, so we can really see when he pivots and sticks out his tongue <laughs> and then does this. Yeah, we I mean, this the, well, the thing that the thing that really angered me was you know seeing the multiple videos of this, and once again in the first video he clearly says I meant to just kick the phone, and then in the next video it's like the next conservative outlet just t edited that out. You know what I mean? It, it's just like anything they can do to make this look. As bad as it could possibly be, you know, I mean, not that it, I mean, it's bad either way, whether it's just destruction of property, you know, I thought he was pro-life. No, he's pro-choice. And that was the whole protest They're They're talking about like killing babies on the sidewalk or whatever <laughs> as okay. they're walking up. So that's why, that's why, she, that's why she came up with her yeah. phone. She wanted to like start a dialogue and like kind of yeah. debate him. It makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. If he had been on the other side, if he had been on the pro-life side, now, Kyle, the conservative out. stance right now, tongue out. He's powering up <laughs> it, it looks like as we speak. And then I need to see this in slow-mo. <laughs> it looks like he's just being. The phone I mean, what kind flips of about one, one and a half times. And I was on the ground. Mm, he was powering up. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of weirdo? What kind of weirdo just does a roundhouse kick? Though? I know it was so specific too. Like, like what a weirdo. Like, instead right. of just like <laughs> instead of like smacking <laughs> out of her hand, he just yeah. like no, I'm gonna kick it out of your hand. Or just like reach out and grab it. But uh, no, he's like she oh, has let me no roundhouse. Permanent, <laughs> permanent brain damage or anything. Well, no, she apparently she's fine. Okay. Yeah. But it's just it's just so stupid. Like the whole thing. It's like. Here he is talking about. So wait, talk about his like, Twitter. Twitter uh, now shit. I did hear that that was some people were saying that that was just a hoax. It was so, a mock account someone made to just 
make him sound like shit. So like, uh, so like, like, like so I don't really want to speak on if it's right, true or not. Like, right. what happened to this guy? Was he arrested or? Uh, like? He turned himself in on Saturday. This happened like something like Wednesday or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he turned himself in because uh, you know, he couldn't go anywhere. He can't run, you know, there's such a, it spread like wildfire on the internet. Like, what's going to happen to him? Uh, he's facing eight counts of assault from what I read in the Toronto News article. So, I don't know, it'll probably, it'll probably get dropped. I, I don't see it going further, but who knows, this woman might, you know, go forward with it. I don't like. I don't. I don't really blame her if she does. I mean, yeah, like, he might get a jail. Well, she said something, something like she wants it. She wants to go for the charges, but she also is going to pray for him. Or I mean, like that. well, I mean, <laughs> that's what you get when you kick a, well, I mean, a pro life. Right? I mean, like, like sh- sh- shouldn't we believe, believe the accuser here? And the accuser has video too, right? Shouldn't we believe the accuser? Believe yeah, but there's women, there's man. evidence. We're believing I, all I, women. I know, okay, I know. We actually have video footage. Of I, the I know. Well, I said we, we have we have video footage. You know, right. and it, why are these people? So there's now. Is there is anybody coming to this guy's uh, defense here? Like, no, I, <laughs> like I, that's I what I would have seen. Like, I haven't seen I anybody talking about it aside from like right, it, yeah, right, so, liber- right, and libertarian outlets. Same here. It seems like the lefties aren't going to touch it. No. You know? Yeah, I'm already kind of over it, but I think you guys want to <laughs> talk about it. it. Yeah, I'm like, all right, he kicked her. You know, there's going to be whatever the charges are going to be. He's going to have to. <laughs> he should have to pay for her medical bills and maybe do a little bit of jail time. Maybe, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. I almost kind of feel wow. for the guy. <laughs> Wait, don't laugh yet. How, how? Just, okay. <laughs> Here, look, okay, okay, no, no, no homo, no homo, no homo. Okay, <laughs> all right, look, look, look. The guy is an idiot. He made a stupid mistake. How old is the guy? Twenty six. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, when I was 20, 22, 21, whatever, I made tons of stupid mistakes. Luckily, cell phone videos were so shitty that you could be basically five feet from me and not even know it was me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, even if you were filming, but filming wasn't even a thing. So we'd be, and essentially, we'd become our own big brothers, you know? And, and mm. yeah, it's true. I feel for people that get shamed on the internet, you know? And uh, obviously, this guy made a stupid mistake. And he's going to have to pay the consequences for it. But whereas normally you just pay the consequences for it, you have to endure the wrath of public opinion. And, right. and, and you know, I just feel for everybody that kind of goes through that because nobody I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's one of my biggest fears is that I do or say something that's so stupid. And then you have like the world come down on you, like you know? saying and it, goes, it like on a podcast live, like no homo or something. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, if anybody yeah. were to like really listen to this podcast, yeah. we'd all be in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is, that is one of my big fears too. Like people just, I mean, especially in the climate we live I mean, in. Do you guys? Does it, do any of you guys have like any thoughts like that ever? All the time. Like, <laughs> no, I, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think in, in 2018, everybody does, you know. Um, but like at the same time, I. I I don't know. I, I think there's, uh, you know, the, it's not really cut and dry. There, there's like there's kind of a, a battle being waged. I think for free speech. You know, you think there's there's a, a lot of people, um, and yeah, I, I think the the left went f- full retard. <laughs> um, and right, well, I, this guy did. Well, I, I think that yeah. Well, the, the left went like this guy with uh, like full blown PC. And, you know, n- nobody was buying it anymore. People were just sick of hearing it. And I think that's how Donald Trump got elected. I think Donald Trump is a response to, uh, you know, all the annoying PC people. <laughs> and it, it and it's was, gotten worse since he's gotten elected, like way worse. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah. oh, of course. Yeah. 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 It, it's 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 been uh, divisive times. But, uh, you know, <laughs> but do you think like do you think this is going to translate into the 2018 elections in November? Like, is this get is this same? Is the same thing because it's gotten way worse. 
since Trump's been elected. So, and if you feel like it was bad in 2016, it's way worse now. Do you think this is going to, could this, could this possibly swing in the Democrats' favor? People just getting so upset and believing it where the casual Democratic voters are like, oh my God, yeah, this dude's like a, yes, I mean, he's like in the KKK. I got to vote him out. Yes, I mean, of course, it, it always does, you know. It, it's it's kind of like, uh, you, you know, it's there's only two people running for president, you know. We, we let one party fuck it up for four or eight years, and then it's like, oh, these other guys, they can't be, they can't be as bad, you know. And it, it goes back and forth, and, you know, it, again and again, and I'm sure it's going to happen many more times. I mean, I would think it, it's all I've ever known throughout the course of my life, you know. Yeah, same here. But I mean, what is going to be the reaction from the left if Trump gets reelected? The like, same. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I just, it's not going to be any different from what it is now. But it has to like get worse, right? Like, it has to be. I know. But is there any? Is there any room for it to like get any more? Um, just crazy. Is it, you guys must interact time? with him more than I do. I well, I, I don't interact. Not not. Really, I see it. I don't really interact. Last night was like I mean, one of the only times well, I interact in the real world. In the physical, the physical realm. I don't really run into people like that. I don't run into like social justice warriors. Yeah. Or, I mean, occasionally like you know some hipsters running around Hamden with like a like a fuck Trump shirt or something like that. But like in my regular life, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really it doesn't really come up very much. I I, I deal with it at work. Um, I see it happens oh yeah, a lot. True. Um, people just you know expressing their opinions and they'll just say like the 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 stereotypical oh well Donald Trump's a racist. He's a he's a rapist he's a racist he's this he's that and Kavanaugh's just a reflection of that like just just that type of dialogue where I don't know if it's really like people like this crazy dude who kicked a woman like <laughs> you know not like right. that but it, it's just that same that same mentality that goes through that just buying the media's bullshit and whether it's true or not I you know I can't say for sure I don't know if Donald Trump's a actual racist but but people are so damn sure about it. Uh, people I know and talk to and work with, and just some like I said, a few Facebook friends. I see it more on. Of course, you see it more online than yeah. you do in person because a lot of people are too afraid to say stuff to your like. Right. Just they like staying behind the keyboard and saying stuff. Donald I, Trump is the racist that at Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? Like he's your, like your uncle. He's your racist uncle. That's kind of what it is. he says. Things that are you know whether or not he's really racist. Whatever. I mean, what do you? Uh, how do you even really define it? You know. I've never seen a racist get an award from the NAACP, though, so. Was that recently? Oh. That was back in, like, the 2000. He, you know, oh, okay. he had, like, so Al Sharpton this, and, yeah. and uh, Jesse James, like, talking. Long well, before I mean, well, yeah, President I mean, Trump. I got gotcha. th- That's one of the funny things about Trump, you know. Of, of course, he's historically um, supported Democratic candidates, given money to Democratic candidates. Was a Democrat. You know? <laughs> and then now, now you've got all these conservatives, you know, tooting Trump's horn, and it's like, you know, look, look at what this guy's look. Look at his record, you know. And then, uh, you know, of course, nothing about him is is principled conservative or principled period. You know, he's he really is. He he's a, a phenomenon. <laughs> you know, well, and, I mean, and, he, he's also been coming out against bump stocks. Like, didn't he just have like that speech where like didn't they just uh, do something with that? Shit, I, we should have talked about this. I think not a long in, time ago. I think in Maryland, there's uh, legislation on the table to well, ban, that started, ban bump stocks. That started October 1st, actually. Oh, it did, yeah. Did that already pass? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, be- I believe, as far as I know, wasn't um, the the Las Vegas shooter, wasn't he the only person to ever use bump stocks on a crime? <laughs> like, Maybe. Yeah, meanwhile, you've, mm-hmm. I, I mean, as, as far as I've ever heard. 
you know, and I've known about bump stocks for years, and you know, most of the the shooters that I know think they're kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah, okay, I think they are kind of stupid, right? Yeah, and then you know, I, I can kind of understand the the right tactic of okay, people are hot on gun control now. You know, maybe if we just give them bump stocks, we'll just sacrifice bump stocks. You know, because nobody gives a fuck about them anyways for for the most part. You know, it, but then there's like the whole slippery slope argument. Yeah, I mean, well, which has already been happening. I mean, if you look at all the gun regulations that are that have been enacted all the gun laws that have been enacted i mean it's a lot like people people want to behave like there's like there's no right like guns are like this unregulated like free market where you can just buy whatever you, that's not true at all no yeah. i mean there's it, farthest it, from the truth yeah i mean so this idea of like well if you just give them one more thing i mean that's what they've been doing for the last i don't know 20 30 years yeah i mean it, it's funny because it, it's supposed to be a right but you know, is a right really going to be? Sh- should a right be that heavy, heavily regulated? No. no. Yeah. At what point? <laughs> yeah, at what point? <laughs> what point is it still a right that you're allowed to have when it's so overly regulated like that? Like, at what? It's it's just what it, it's every more regulation is just to chip away, chip away, create more criminals, create more policing, create more laws. Like it's just that's what happens, and it's slowly it's to discourage people from even owning a gun. Well, it That's would be helpful want. if we didn't keep having these shootings. We keep having mass shootings, and every time there's another one, you get these. The, it comes back up again. It brings mm-hmm. it back up, and and so I think if the pro gun movement needs to focus on solutions to that, because you know as long as these shootings keep happening, there's going to be calls for the blanket ban all guns. I, right. I, I think the pro gun movement is focused on solutions for that. And I think if you have more guns, you'll have less crime. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm pro gun as well. I just am saying the reason it keeps coming up again is because it's like every week there's another shooting. You know, it's annoying. Yeah, yeah. As a totally. as a pro gun as a gun supporter, it's annoying to me that they keep happening. I'm like, what is wrong with this culture that we keep having seven eight people shot? You know, I mean, that's a it's another me- discussion it's, in and of itself. It, it's, but you're only hearing about the the ones where it's like white people in like residential exactly. or in like you know at at work. You're not yeah. hearing about like the five black people that were shot in Baltimore City like last night. To think about not that that happened, but like it happens all the time. Yeah, to go further on what you're saying, Jared. What's that? So it probably it probably did happen. I'm just saying I don't know for sure that. Well, happened, to go but. further off what you're saying, Jared, <clears> like <throat> it actually made a, a news article, headline news article, saying that in Chicago, like sometime last week, they actually went through like a 21 hour period where no one was shot, and it was that was like awesome. Yeah, like, they, they were, were like, oh my god, this is great. 21 yeah. whole hours. They were celebrating, shooting guns off in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that's where we're at, but no one cares about that. That's not that's not what make that's not what gets people that's tuned what I'm in saying. to the news. Like, yeah, people, I mean, you people want blood. They want they want kids being shot. That's they, what they want. I mean, it's certainly like a, a a property of human psychology. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time it's like just you got to ask yourself why why is this happening so much in you know the inner city? Why is it happening so much in the urban communities? Well, you know. There are two different shooting scenarios. One is the, the urban crime, yeah. and one is the uh, mass shooting in the suburbs. Psychologically Usually unhinged. a school shooting yeah. or a mall shooting or something like well, yeah, that. I mean, so you kind of have those. Well, it's certainly, and they're complete. I think they have to be t- distinguished because they're two different scenarios, and they're going to have different solutions. Right, but they want to implement the same solution for both, which is just ban all the guns. Ban all guns, yeah. And that's... You know, obviously, there's uh, huge issues with that, but, you know, you're trying to apply a solution to, you know, a single, a solitary solution to two very different, like you just said, two very different problems. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've, you know, part of the reason why people get so caught up in like the mass shooter thing is because it's kind of like it has the same feel as like terrorism, right? It yeah. terrifies. Yeah, exactly. You know, whereas like yeah, if someone's getting shot in like the hood, it doesn't really affect you know the guy living out in the burbs, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just not going to go to the hood. Well, and 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 the main thing is, you know, you have to remember, like, we've already outlawed drugs, and drugs are abundant. So, just because you outlaw guns doesn't mean there will be no guns. It, this is not going to work. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... <coughs> right? There's well, yeah, pragmatically speaking, it won't work, and just, like, ethically speaking, it's immoral. So, you know, it's just not a good idea <laughs> to ban guns. I mean, yeah. you know, now, you know, people will say, like, well, what about gun control? And I you know I, I think that is also infringing on rights. Obviously, it's not as bad as like an outright ban. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of the one recently. We've had a couple shootings here in Maryland. We had one at a Rite Aid distribution center up in Aberdeen. Conveniently, um, no one talks about it anymore. Uh, yeah, it was well, it was a African American female, and she or I guess was transgender or something like that. Or oh, was she transgender? Yeah, yeah, and oh. she had uh, mental problems. So. So, and it was with a handgun, I think. So yeah, three people were killed. Or and, shotgun, uh, handgun, shotgun. What does it think? So no, no it one, was a handgun. As I it was a handgun. So the media immediately just—it's been swept under the rug. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the identity politics. It's yeah, like, should, well, should, 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 can't should talk we, about that. <laughs> I mean, so they're not talking about limiting uh, transgender people's uh, access to guns. What? No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. 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 I mean, of course, I'm not for that either. I'm not for limiting, you know, I, I, I guess, you know, the only people that shouldn't be allowed to buy guns are, you know, probably felons, you know. <laughs> Wait, really? She, Depends you know, on what kind of felony. Yeah, as I recall yeah, from it, the story, it was her gun. She had actually legally purchased the, the gun. So, I mean, how are you going to stop that? You, if the person has no criminal record, no psychological record, you have no idea that they're going to use that gun to shoot up the workplace yeah i mean There's at any no given time that. at any given time somebody at a, a stoplight could just you know snap and just run over a bunch of pedestrians you know it's uh mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't baby pr- baby proof the world yeah you, you can't nerf the world nerf i like that <laughs> um next topic Oh uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll talk about the the patreon for a second so we have a patreon now and if you contribute a minimum of <laughs> one one dollar per month. One you burp. can you can gain access to our after hours program, which we record, uh, you know, every uh, podcast after this podcast, and uh, you you get to hear the extra stuff, like the the really raw stuff. If you think this it's is raw, super raw, if you think this is raw, you know, it's basically it just gets raw dog raw, raw dogging everybody. Yeah. <laughs> after hours, all raw dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. If you want to hear me break a chair, no <laughs> prophylactics around, allowed. Yeah. So, and it's only a dollar, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, as little as a dollar, and as little what as a one great dollar. deal! And, and that <laughs> helps pay for that helps pay for the the broken chairs. You know, we recently had Phil's, a couple, a couple chairs. Phil's breaking chairs. We are about, going through chairs at a rate of crazy one, here, people. One per month. So yeah. 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 That can help save a chair. <laughs> we yeah. just spent we just spent like a hundred. Seventy bucks on chairs, so yeah, chairs. We need to recuperate that. We need help. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, Phil, last month you broke the uh, battery on the camera. 
Oh yeah, um, thanks for reminding everybody. Yeah, thanks. yeah. So you know, yeah, it helps pay for all that stuff. So so we we appreciate it. anything you guys can do to help. Uh, it's really awesome. It Only you I mean, can help us with tornado fill. Yeah, I mean <laughs> hurricane fill. I mean, you know, th- this podcast is a labor of love, and we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it anyways. I mean, I, I can speak for and myself. I'm, I'm gonna keep thing. doing it. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, we should but, cut uh, to a montage of Phil breaking shit and like in the. If you, oh, this is a good time to plug the Instagram. You plug this Fly Instagram with me. yeah Instagram you get to see all the victims of my fatness and all of my mishaps so maybe a dick picker check it out and a vape princess or two maybe so uh, mm. go ahead and check that out too punk rock right libertarians on, on Instagram check that insta <laughs> words and so, all the beers we drink too hey what's our new topic here we got an LP update is that from from LP update yeah you know the the high profile races we have are Larry Sharp's governor campaign in New York and then we have um, Gary Johnson running for Senate in New Mexico mm-hmm. um, those are the the two I think most high profile this election cycle now it, it seems to <sighs> me that that Johnson really has a shot down there you know he was elected as, you, a, as a Republican I, in a would state. you say they're feeling the Johnson down there I haven't seen yeah, I would say that, any yeah. polling data. <laughs> I, I guess I'm always, um, I don't know if the right word is pessimistic or realistic, but I just, well, I know how difficult it is for people to vote libertarian. They they, they yeah. naturally go back to yes, what they've but, always done, but which is Democrat to, and Republican. What you have to consider in, uh, in New Mexico is that in New Mexico, people rarely vote Republican, you know, and, uh, you know, Johnson was able to get elected. You know, as a Republican governor, twice. Yeah, they do you know. know him there. So, and he was talking about marijuana legal, uh, legalization. Um, you know, before Democrats would would touch it. You mm-hmm. know, um, he's a pretty hardcore dude as far as uh, politicians who have actually gotten elected go. You know, yeah, yeah, he has a name recognition down there, and so who knows? You know, maybe he could win. I, I don't know, but uh, you know, in Maryland we have uh, 19 candidates running right now, and um, a few of them are, some of them are more active than others, but it, for the number of seats that are available or a number of offices that are up, only having 19 candidates, I would like it to be a whole lot more. I wish we had the people to run for all those seats, but uh, we just, we don't have the membership. We don't have the, the numbers that the other two parties have. We don't have as ma- nearly as many signs out as they have. Well, we just, we're, I'm waiting for the Kyle Wagner sign I could put up in my yard. Got my vote. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm not currently yeah. running for office. You should. We're going to change that. I'm Maryland campaign you. manager. Like what? Now yeah. than ever. <laughs> but you know, you look. I don't at, have a lot to do. Even like uh, Larry Sharp, you look at <laughs> for as much as hard as everybody's been working up there. No, look at the polls, and it's like he's way behind. <laughs> of course, you know. Yeah. So it, the it's system's just, rigged against the third parties. Wait, you said Larry it, Sharp's way behind? Yeah. I heard him on uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, he got he's gotten as much he's publicity, press, yeah. as much press as you could hope for for a libertarian yeah. candidate. He has worked his butt off, but the, the numbers are, we just don't have the numbers. He's a, he's people a charmer are not too. libertarian. I think Larry Sharp. He's got the, um, you know, I, I guess I, I don't have better words for it. I think he's he's got some like Barack Obama charisma. Yes, he does. Yeah, you know? he has that. And, That's uh, a great way to put it. Yeah, dude. I mean, libertarian Barack Obama. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's just a charismatic dude. He just comes off as a likable fellow. I like his ideas about leasing the bridges around New York City to, uh, you know, Verizon and stuff like that. You're responsible for the the maintenance on the bridge, all this stuff, but we'll call it Verizon. It's like stadium leasing. You know, we have M&T Bank Stadium here in in, uh, Baltimore. So similar idea. The private companies would then put their name, and I guess it's a good idea. Yeah. So like the Verrazano Bridge would be like the Verizon Bridge? 
apparently. Whoa. That'd be cool. But yeah, man. So like I got uh, Sean Quinn because one of the guys who's run, running for state delegate lives ac- across the street. And so I have, uh, you know, he's a Republican, but I have like a uh, Sean Quinn sign. He's running for governor of Maryland. I, ha- um, I have one of his signs in my yard. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> and he, he actually like personally dropped it off to me. Like, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Like he came no down. Surprise. I mean, he's you know he doesn't have like a big team around him, and and politics you need a big team. Um, I'm trying to get signs from Sean because we have a meeting uh, at the end of the month. I right? have extra ones if you want one. Yeah, right before the election, um, yeah, um, we're going to try to get signs uh, out to the I would, I would places. take one for Anarchy Basement. Yeah, you know, just, yeah just put on the wall cave. over there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Call it the nap cave. So nap that's cave. pretty much that's pretty <laughs> much the, the only thing. the nap cave. You know, oh, the I, nap cave. I thought you said the mat cave. We're just we're much smaller and uh, smaller and underfunded and just doing the best we can. But it's tough. You guys don't like Hogan? No. No. <laughs> no. No. Hogan's no good. No. In Maryland, we have a, a governor, a Republican governor, which even though the state's two to one Democrat. Um, people were so sick of the tax increases and they didn't like the arrogance of the Democratic candidate in the last election, so we actually uh, elected a Republican. But he's a progressive-leaning kind of Republican. Yeah. Mm. Um, he's done some good things, I guess. Uh, stop, just stopping hiking taxes as much as they were is good. Uh, he's kept spending levels steady, if not increased, from the prior administration, which, you know, from my perspective, was already you know astronomically high but mm-hmm. so it's not like he's like getting there cutting spending or, or anything like that he, he people like him he's, he's a cancer survivor and uh he's kind of a jovial he's like a bigger guy i don't know he's <laughs> just <laughs> popular he fixed the seven river bridge which doesn't he's mean much privilege. to you guys but around annapolis god that's awesome <laughs> it was such a choke point for afternoon traffic and okay. i guess he just so, so you asked, how do you feel about Hogan? Do you, uh, you just feel like he's better than a Democrat that could be in power? Yeah, like yeah. way better than Martin Well, Ben Jealous is running yeah. against Hogan, Martin and he's, sucks. he's like a straight socialist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah he's, that guy fucking he's sucks. Like, he said he wants to make sure that there's no Republicans from the state of Maryland. Single-payer yeah. health care for all Americans. Fuck off, dude. Yeah, he's bad. Like, he's really yeah. bad. He's worse than O'Malley, and that's, that tells you something. What, 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 like, what's the polling said like something right about now. socialists. I have no idea. I, dude, I don't think he's polling that good, to be honest. I think it'll definitely be Hogan again. Uh, I'd be surprised if If only they would get tired of Democrats in Baltimore, but that's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Yeah. I recorded Mm -hmm. the debate, the governor's debate, but I didn't have a chance to watch it yet. Okay, yeah, jealous it, versus Hogan. Because they block Sean out of it, as usual. It happens yeah, to every Sean. libertarian candidate across the country. They always get blocked out of it for arbitrary reasons. You know, Sean I, who? Sean Quinn. He's running for governor. It's oh, annoying, right. but at the same time, sometimes they have thresholds where you have to get 5% or 10% in order to be considered qualified. So it's like, you know, but, we're not getting that. But then, like, then, like... There's a woman I follow. She's in Montana. She's running, I believe, for Senate. And she was like, yeah, I got excluded today from the debate, so I'm not a part of it. But um, because they have a certain amount of polling that they're looking for, but they haven't released the poll yet. They just told me, no, you're not going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even release the poll yet. So it's just it's from the get-go. They're just like, no, we're not dealing with you silly libertarians, even though yeah. you're the third biggest party in America. It's frustrating, but I feel like we also use it as an excuse. So we got, you know, 
we play well as me, and that's why we don't do well. And if they're, they're going to exclude you from debates, you have to just go around that obstacle. You just have to ignore it and use that time constructively. While that debate's happening, you're doing something something else. I don't know. You know, Go to another event. Just find your own way and, and make contact with people. Although I did see a video today of because uh, we know Arvin Vora was running for Senate in Maryland. Mm-hmm. He uh, video popped up on my... Uh, I love. It. I love. It. I made a post about. It. I said, when you see Arvin Vora's live on your notifications, you know shit's about to get real. <laughs> and there's, I'm pretty sure he, Elijah Cummings, was sitting there. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was at some type of debate when Elijah Cummings was there, and he was talking about, of course, schooling. What else? Yeah. And um, and so it's just like he's out there too, but it's. I don't. Know, I think he's more primed for his uh, presidential run than he is his Senate run this year. Who? I forgot uh, to say this. Arvin Vora. He's running for the president? The best yeah, podcast that you guys have had is when Kyle and Arvin Vora are on here. It was awesome. Because <laughs> Arvin and Arvin. This dude fucking. They're like the two little angels he was that like, shit on I your was shoulder, working. Man. I was listening to it one day. I was working. And then I, I heard Kyle say something to him like, well, that just begs the question. Are you doing it for the good of the party or is this all about you? I can't remember really the context of it. But I jumped. I was like, mm. dude, you're no sw- homo, though, you're, right? You're no swinging homo. on Kyle's nutsack like fucking George of the Jungle. No, dude. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad there's someone else here because I got to use that, too. So thank you. Yeah, man. I'm down. I mean, not for, you know, I'm, I'm down. But <laughs> what are you down no. for? Dude, it sounds uh, like he's down, cool Kyle. Boy. Not like that. <laughs> Not, it sounds like it's DDF, dude. Yeah, DTF. I, I mean, maybe. DDF. Why did he say something? <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to respond to any of this. This uh, is Kyle's <laughs> Me Too. <laughs> <laughs> Live. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think Arvin likes the spotlight, and um, you know, he's a, he's an ANCAP, and so well, I mean, as libertarians, we're never that we're, we're, we're never like it's a derogatory term. Yeah, he means it as it, a derogatory. It kind of <laughs> it it really blinds a person to the political goals. Okay, okay, I think, we, we were just have. but he doesn't as politically he doesn't behave. We're, Okay, weren't we At just all. talking that like libertarians well, <laughs> are never? Weren't we just talking about how libertarians nice. are like never heard? <laughs> and it, it's like that's one thing about Arvin. I mean, he is able to like uh, you know catch some of that spotlight. Is really that what he's saying though? What you want to be heard? Not yeah. for, not from me, my it, perspective. Not for me. Either. From my perspective, yes. I, I hate the state. Right, it's uh, <laughs> the state. Right, but we're, we're trying. No, I'm a slave. You know, but from the <laughs> minarchist perspective, we need the state and we need to win elections. So we kind of have to be popular, or at least likable. So it's not all about just triggering. He's definitely people. a likable guy, though. Really? I mean, when he pe- makes like public appearances, dude, he talks. But if you follow uh, him, so on, well. but who's following him on Facebook, though? Me. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. He's a controversial figure, but we, we've talked about him. A lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, I, I think he's a, a great speaker. You get him in front of some uh, fucking cameras, and you've got like uh, a, a libertarian dude who's who's not fitting that mold of uh, being the straight white dude, you know, or basement dwelling neckbeard. Yeah, I mean he, he's he's class he's sh- too. Sharp he's guy. class too, and then everybody eats up education. And Arvin's like all about education. Yep, and he puts his money where his mouth is too, because he has his own education uh, business. Yeah, yeah, which actually doesn't necessarily help because it kind of seems like you're doing you're it for, for your. It is a little. It does come off a little bit like that. But uh, I, I still well, think he's got a great. But point he even says it. at like, the same time, you know, who would know more about education than a person that works in it, right? Yeah. And it, that's everybody's. Uh, everybody just eats up education. You know, it's it's what uh, any candidate talks about. You know, because it, it's it just it seems to be one of those issues that everybody's for. 
what just education in, <laughs> in general because a yeah, lot of exactly. people are really for public education and arvin you know basically equates them to you know rotten people yeah i, feel, he's like, I feel like the stuff he that. says i uh, should really like kind of snap some people out of it I think it. It's I think, I think it that, pisses that, that, them off. Status, but I don't know that it snaps them out yeah. of anything. Sometimes you got to oh, yeah. coax that squirrel. You can't just run out of squirrel because the squirrel mean, just run away. So you want to get like some nuts and you want to start throwing nuts. He, at the squirrel. He's, he's going. <laughs> Arvin's going straight after that sacred. sacred he's cow. running out of squirrel with a BB gun, saying, "I want to kill you." Yeah, I had a libertarian you know I mean? at our meeting earlier. We had a Baltimore City a libert LP meeting, and a guy was like, "Yeah, my wife works for the federal government," and Arvin said something about how that's that's evil or you know that's you can't do that that's hypocritical and he was just like man screw this guy I, I, but yeah but that's you're dude. getting caught in your feelings again and I like with in my feelings. like it's one of those things that government creates what ron paul calls is is the moral hazard it's one of those things where like you find yourself working for the government off of taxes and you just you kind of you're in that cycle now now you're advocating you're constantly advocating for more government at that point. So my wife's a teacher and that's her profession. Yeah. So when people pay her to do that, they are her customer, mm -hmm. right? So the government pays her to do that. That is her customer to, well, pay, I mean, to teach kids. Well, I mean, like, so it's like, kind of like when she, when I hear stuff like teachers are welfare whores and shit like that, that pisses me <laughs> off. It's like, no dude, she's a professional. That's her customer. The car customer is the state. That's, it's not really her fault. That that's part of the, uh, the market of who's paying teachers. Yeah, she's an employee selling her labor to, yeah. you know, the highest bidder employer who happens to be the government. But it creates the moral hazard of her advocating as just a person who works there, like, we need more funding. We need more taxes from people. We need taxes to go up higher because we need more funding because I'm doing my job, like, because the government's not a great employer yeah, it's not it no, does. yeah mm -hmm. so it's like so you're constantly advocating for more money and for more taxes and more from what i feel is theft so if, if she was working for private schools that kind of subsides a little bit that thing well, well at least she's not advocating for taxes I, i'm not saying like i'm not i'm not one i'm not one to judge or talk about being like oh yeah teacher welfare horse I, I feel like you're doing a service, which would probably be better if you're doing it the privately in a private school or something else like that but you're not like so I'm not looking at it as like, oh, you're a soldier, you're a TSA agent, you know, who just, you know, completely against what I stand for. I think it just creates that moral hazard where you're just like, wow, like, yeah, I need more taxes because more money is what's going to help me. And, and any type of like any type of hit to her paycheck, would that not cause problems in your household? I mean, I think that it goes that goes without saying. I know in my household, if my, my paycheck went down or someone was advocating against my job. I'd be like, damn, that sucks. Like, that shouldn't be like, you know, that could screw me. If this comes true, this could screw me. And I feel like that's just, with government, when you're sitting here as a libertarian thinking like, yeah, we need less government. Well, then that means less money. That means less money for her paycheck as a teacher for government schooling. Mm -hmm. it, it's just, it's kind of like a cycle. So it's kind of like, where does your heart, you know, I, it's, it's, that's how I look at that. And I feel like the more we incentivize people to enter in private schooling, get out of the government system the better and i'm not going to sit there and be like oh yeah they're welfare horse i'm not going to go full arvin <laughs> but yeah, which he it, does. so you can see where that's problematic it's yeah because it causes this rift with people personally like people are like they take offensive because that's their job and some people don't look at it like we do they don't look at it like oh yeah i'm working for the government the same government that bombs people overseas and the same government that takes money from people and that keeps job uh keeps police on the job after they kill somebody you know like 
I'm working for that same employer. So people don't look at it like that as we would uh, here, or at least some of us here. Yeah, and public schools are, they've got to be one of the, the most popular government programs that there are. Absolutely. I, I would mm. think. You'd be hard pressed to find something. I mean, maybe Social Security. Everybody's sucking on that teat. It's, uh, I went to public schools. It's, it's our, I mean, uh, I went to it for my last two years, you know? Yeah, that's our, that's our culture. It's just, we get a lot, we pay a lot, and we get a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, for for me, like you know, my main concern is like, uh, you know, I don't like I said, I hate the state, you know, and I think it, it's just like because you know your slave. Well, yeah, and, and uh, <laughs> you know, I was gonna say that too. It's, it's, it's why would it, why don't would I why would I want my enemy to teach my child? Don't you think that's a little bit? No, no, I don't. I don't. I, I think. Hyperbolic yeah, is yeah. that the word you're looking for? No, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, Thanks, I Kyle. Mean, well, it's not necessarily the enemy, but it's the enemy is in charge of the people that are teaching your kid. Like you you said your wife's a teacher, right? Yeah. Like your teachers. I, I'm, I'm not saying your wife your is wife's my enemy. Your wife's not the enemy, but, yeah. but the person who's creating the curriculum, and, and you know, it's a very top-down system. I mean, there's bureaucracy upon bureaucracy all the way to the top, all the way mm -hmm. through the Department of Education. You just do Those are the people who are, you know, directing, directing things, so... Yeah, it's, he's not saying, like, he would prefer that your wife have the option of, like, teaching in, like, a private school that would actually, like, pay her a livable wage, you know? Um, instead of having to work, you know, having to, out of necessity, work for the state. Well, I mean, I, I don't think your wife has, probably doesn't have allegiance to, like, the state. She has allegiance to her students that she's teaching. Right, she's got so, an allegiance to the job. So and it just so happens that she exists in a, in a world, in a system, wherein most education is provided by the public sector. So that's where she works. It's not right. So it's not that you're, you're that the teachers are, per se, the enemy. Right. I mean, so, certainly there are some that are not good and are, are doing oh, more yeah, harm than good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's tons of terrible teachers. Right. You know what I mean? And then there's teachers that are phenomenal, and they're sure. all in the same system. And they're all system, in the same system. And they system. all have tenure. Right. And so, so that is a problem, and there there is a problem with that. Right, and so yeah. you don't... What, what Bergman is saying... And I guess he could just say what he's saying, but what I think he's saying is, <laughs> is that you know it's more so the fact that the state is ultimately in control of that system, and therefore, by you know the transit of property, they're the ones who are teaching the kids. Whereas, you know, in the private sector, it's whoever, even though that's still heavily regulated by so the state uh, itself. So teachers it's not, in general, that'd be somebody that the Libertarian Party could really use the support of. Correct? Of course, yeah. So maybe the best way is not calling them welfare whores. I agree with you. Like <laughs> no, yeah. I agree with the you. Same with all federal employees. Well, yeah, and you got to coax that squirrel, bro. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And then I also, I would say, you know, you catch more flies with with honey than you do with vinegar. You mm -hmm. know? It, that's you know, classic. It's cliched, but it's true. It's true. Yeah, exactly. It's true. You got to schmooze people. You can't just come out there swinging, you know, and call well, them whores. Arvin's position is these people are not going to ever be on our side, so let's just treat them like enemies. You know, that's, I'm, that's I kind of see his point, but I, I don't like living my life like that. Yeah. yeah. So, but I see his point. I mean, that's that. That sounds like the words of somebody who thinks he's already defeated, and that's the wrong attitude. I don't know. <laughs> that's his position. Oh, well, I mean, just hey, hey, guys, we're we're uh, looks like we're about out of time here tonight, and uh, yeah. But uh, once again, we got the Patreon going on, so if you want to check us out in after hours, feel free. That'll be released in a couple hours or an hour or something like that, um, and then. Also, we have uh, T-shirts over at libertariancountry.com. So, uh, 
you know, go over there and if, if uh, check out what, what we've got. If you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a 10% discount. We have uh, Punk Rock Libertarians t-shirts and various other liberty-minded t-shirts over mm-hmm. there that are pretty awesome. And uh, also, um, we have uh, our website, thedeliliberator.com. So uh, we're always looking for, uh, you know, contributors. So if you have something to say, you know, prepare an article, send it over to us and... Uh, you know, chances are we'll, we'll, we'll probably put it up on the site. We'll, we'll get you out there. And uh, also, uh, I think that's... Is that about everything? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Situation got eight months in Baltimore City crime. Okay. <laughs> and uh, until next time, live free. Or die. Or die. Not aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute.